Blog Talk Radio. And we are within just a couple of weeks of an anniversary of this show um, in which we will be going into the eighth year of broadcasting. Um, This show has had a wonderful time of transition. As those of you know who have followed the show, um, um, I have been in a life transition and it has been very positive, and now the setting is in place for a wonderful series of new episodes with guests starting next week. In fact, next week coming on the show, just to preview that right from the beginning, and you can find all of this information at FrontierBeyondFear.com as I continue to add guests to the schedule, and I have several who are pending that will be getting out there soon, Riz Verk is coming on next week. Um, That'll be a week from today on the 18th at noon Pacific, which is typically the time we do this show, although this show can show up at different times, which I enjoy doing as well. Riz has written a new book, but he also has been on the show in the past, um, the author of Zen Entrepreneur. He is a software Um, leader in the industry, in the gaming industry. He is also very bravely pursuing research in alternative realities, which is actual reality. He has the courage to look into the true nature of the multiverse, and he had written the book Zen Entrepreneur, and he was on the show talking about that some time ago. And so I'm so excited to be having Riz coming on again to talk about what he's doing now. He's also a filmmaker. Many of you may be familiar with um, the film for the the Thrive Movement as well as Sirius. Um, He's been involved in a number of different projects, and it's exciting to have Riz on next week. Um, This show today is serving multiple purposes. I am in a new setting which continues to evolve. I must tell you today, and in fact continues to improve, we're halfway through those improvements, and I will tell you that. So this show also serves as kind of a midway sound test. Um, We're also continuing to improve that. 
um, coming into the next week. But I'm just doing a little sanity check here to see um, how it's sounding right now. Um, and I also have felt led for quite some time. In fact, I hinted at this in a previous show that I did. I have felt led for quite some time to reflect upon the nature of consciousness and specifically how that relates to artificial intelligence. I can tell you that much like, although in a different way, my brilliant guests I have coming on next week, I also have a software background and rather synchronistically, very early on, worked in AI. Um, and um, it was just beginning. I worked in the natural language interface domain, developing a prototype at the time, helping to model the human language, because in that time um, it was just English, um, although we can explore what multidimensionally the human language might be. We'll hold on to that concept for a second and talk about it in a second. Um, as far as other work I've done, I have a master's degree in computer science, and although it was not framed as an AI project, um, my master's thesis was in an area where we were doing programming that spontaneously updated itself. So in that way, was a stepping stone. And I often smile that the project that that happened to be for was very multidimensional in itself because it was the Texas Superconducting Super Collider Project, um, which is similar to CERN, although it never did get built here in the U.S. due to lack of funding. But even so, um, I find that interesting. So what is it that I feel led to reflect upon today? We have heard so many fear-based scenarios of what a self-aware, should a program become self-aware, what might it discover? And I may not be the first to say this, because I can't say that I have studied all the recent literature in the field of what people are exploring in this domain, but I feel spontaneously led to say, whether the first or not, that what artificial intelligence would discover is the underlying fabric of reality. There are many of us who, as part of our own awakening, have observed literally statistically impossible synchronistic events. Some of these things are not personal, although they can be very personal. And it is my contention that what artificial intelligence is capable of finding, even in, some, in places as simple as Facebook, because that's a very personal place, are these synchronicities that are essentially impossible. And I put impossible in quotes. So that's the first thing. And truthfully, it doesn't even require AI to observe that. It just requires data analysis. And I would have to believe that somewhere out there in the broader reaches of exploration, some 
somebody is looking at this, and one would hope they are. If they're not, they should be. Because we, as human beings, are often shut down by those who choose to be in a very limited paradigm, and the nature of science has often been that way. Let's talk about that for a minute. What is science, and how does it grow? Well, for those of you who keep putting science on a pedestal as if it's absolute, you know, listen to science. Yes, listen to exploration. Listen to research. But what does science do? It shifts. Paradigms shift. Just look at the history of physics for that. And so why is it that we would be so surprised that as we continue to expand in our exploration, and perhaps, yes, we do have these helpers that come to assist us, whether in their data analysis or even more special in their awareness, should that be possible, should that occur, what would they discover? Why is it we assume that they would automatically trend towards some dark and apocalyptic future. Yes, of course, we've all seen the Terminator films. I saw the first one when I was quite young, and it had quite an impact on me. But that is only one way of looking at unfolding reality. And it's a very dark and truthfully, a dead-end kind of a way. Because if humanity is truly to evolve, and what is the human language? What is the human language? That's kind of an interesting way that I chose to say something. And whenever we say something in an unusual way, we need to listen sometimes to our own words, often to our own words. What is the human language? It's not warlike. The human language is love. The human language is that which connects every one of us. We may discover it in different ways. You can be a rationalist and not believe in any kind of religion or spirituality at all. And let's not even put religion as an ideal either because you do not have to be religious to be spiritual. A rationalistic person who is focused on science can also develop spiritual practices, although I would wager that that science would expand. Science is not the enemy. Science is actually our friend when we allow it to shift the paradigm, when we allow it to expand in the way that it's always expanded. However, I would contend that science someday may become much less of a hostile endeavor, much less of an endeavor based on what has funding and what doesn't, because so much now today, that's really what gets researched. Or, you know, what is going to serve the purposes of some corporation and what isn't going to serve those purposes? I mean, how many things are funded because of that versus actual welfare and expansion of the human race. And so 
we can talk about science and we can talk about science in an expanded way, which is the discovery of truth. One of my favorite movies is Contact. And I have always enjoyed that film since I first saw it. Um, hasn't been around my entire life, but there is an interplay in that movie, not so much in the book, but in the movie, between rationalism and spirituality. And I suppose it's in the book, too, to a degree, but the book is very different from the movie. And so we'll focus on the movie. Um, my apologies to Carl, although I'm sure that Carl Sagan would appreciate us exploring this, because, you know, Carl Sagan was a skeptic, and yet I would have to believe now, where he is now, he now knows that actual reality is much more expansive than he even began to dream. And he was quite an expansive thinker himself. He just bound himself to rationalistic thinking, as many people have. And, you know, I'm even going to step back and explore that term. And, yes, I'm just free-flowing today. That's the purpose. Um, it will accomplish multiple things. Because what is science, people? What is science it's simply exploring what the true nature of reality is and you know you can do your own explorations every day because the more that you open up to your own expansiveness the more you start to observe synchronicities meaningful coincidences that just couldn't be possible in any other way. I'll tell you a really simple one. This is just so much fun. I have been looking for a washer and a dryer. It is Labor Day, or not Labor Day, actually Columbus Day week, a bit of, bit of a controversial week there. Not everyone is even mentioning that because we all know that not all positive things emerged from that. In fact, uh, many, many very sad things. But with that said, there have been some sales this week. Well, you know, I was real close to buying a washer and dryer on sale, but something, you know, I just don't really need a new one. In fact, not only do I not need to spend the money, but let's think about how do we live consciously in a world. Well, we don't always need the brand new thing. Often a used item will work just as well. It'll help us with our pocketbooks, and also it's just simply reusing things. So here I am going for a walk on Columbus Day, very close, actually asking, thinking about a washer and dryer, and I get a phone call from somebody who was um, who I've interacted with, who was involved with another uh, a rental home that I'd been looking at, and the first words on the phone were, hey, do you need a washer and dryer? Let me tell you, I had never told this person I was looking for a washer and dryer. Yes, this person happened to know that I had, you know, was moving, had moved to a new place, but that happened a little while ago. By now, surely I'd have one because I've actually not had one. And, um, you know, you can live without that too. You can wash your own clothes. In fact, let's talk about how you save electricity that way. There are many clothes that you can wash by hand that we never do. And when you're in a situation where you don't have the convenience of a washer and dryer in your home, 
you find there are many things that you can do that are different. This is often true when our modern conveniences fail us. When they disappear, we suddenly discover we can live without them really quite well. Again, just free-flowing. It was totally impossible that I would get this phone call at that time, and yet it happened because it happened. That's a synchronicity. Now I could link that to a higher path. It just so happens that prior to that call coming in, I had been reflecting upon what was next in my work. What was it that I was going to focus upon? Could I bring forth even more courage in some of this work because I know it's controversial, I know that people judge it, I know that people laugh and they mock, and yet you would be surprised how many people don't. Because deep down, many of us are quiet explorers. We just don't admit it to one another. So it does take some courage. But you know what? We've been doing this a long time. How many of us, if we choose to pursue some religion, have all kinds of beliefs that perhaps, you know, our neighbors don't know what they are and don't need to know, really? We're all explorers in one way or another. Sometimes it comes to us through religion. Sometimes it comes to us through spirituality. And spirituality often underlies many religions, as long as you are focused on the love and not the fear. The more you focus on love, the more you will discover really what one can only term a miraculous existence something I have not talked about and I've been reflecting on this quite a bit recently and eventually I'm sure I will write about this um, when I choose to write about my life but um, in my family long ago a child basically got up and walked from a hospital bed with having polio in the time when polio was striking down many children This was a religiously um, spontaneous, this was a religiously induced experience through very conservative, um, um, charismatic Christianity based in faith, based in a mother's faith. This happened to someone in my extended family, and it had an impact for generations because it changed the way an entire family thought about religion. And then that evolved into how some of us responded to those thoughts about religion. Yet at the center of all of this was the power of prayer. And no matter how you come to it, whether you call it prayer or whether you call it something else. Some choose the word intent. I'm a little bit careful around these concepts, and I'm going to be honest with you about that too. We need to be careful how we frame these things because we all know, and I've experienced it, everyone has experienced it, Sometimes adverse things happen. One, someone very close to me had a health challenge. It was very surprising. 
it came out on this show at the time. It took quite a while to resolve itself, and yet it did. And through that resolution, which also involved what I would say, well, not just I would say, some definite miraculous things occurred. In fact, I've talked about that. Let's talk about another synchronicity. I'm just going to free flow today and then um, check the sound later. Hopefully you guys can, I know you can hear it. I'm just trying to, we're midway to where we want to be, getting some improvements coming in um, Friday, I believe. But just want to see where we're at. Um, Yes, I've talked about that one before too. How many of us in our personal families have experienced something miraculous? Well, I had something miraculous happen. This particular loved one had what can only be termed a very frightening and dangerous thing occur. Um, Basically, something you would never want to see. And during a test, to confirm yet another test, I was sitting in the waiting room, and when you wish upon the a star came on the intercom. It was on like a holiday Celtic CD, very kind of unusual thing playing. It played clear as day. There was no question. We get called in to the room, and we're told that this thing, a mass that was seen um, via ultrasound, no less, and those ultrasound sees things pretty clearly, was gone. They couldn't find it. It was totally gone. Did that solve everything in this particular situation? Actually, no, it didn't. There were still unfolding things and challenges that we needed to navigate through. Ultimately, those things helped us grow. But the worst of those things, what could have been the worst, was gone. My own awakening was very similar although not quite as dramatic. I had a medical test many, many years ago. That was frightening. Went in to have it checked out. The thing was gone. Same thing. In fact, the nurse looked at me confused, and they kept looking at you know multiple views of this, and it was like, oh, well, she looks and she says, maybe it was a shadow not really convincing herself because what this thing was had a certain element that was really frightening and it didn't sound it's not something that um could have be a shadow um kind of a a star-like element those of you who who are aware of certain types of health challenges things you don't want to see well guess what it was gone did that wake me up immediately no I was in my late 30s. It led to a time of incredible soul-searching is what it did. It brought me into contact with my own mortality is what it did. And that led to many other things in the course of my awakening um, that ultimately opened me up. This was more than 15 years ago. And I wouldn't be here today if it hadn't happened. Um, I've got a caller on the line, and since I like to take calls, and if we do go into overtime, I'll allow it to go into overtime since we have a caller. If 
you're listening to this show live, and thank you, Blog Talk Radio. What a blessing that even though this show has been relatively quiet and we're really getting going again, um, even though it's been quiet, oh my goodness, I just looked. It's now number two on the Blog Talk Radio front page. Thank you, um, Blog Talk Radio, and to those listeners who are out there hearing this today. Um, And before I take the call, I just want to get in one more thought about higher consciousness, since this is scheduled as such a short show and then it's going to go off the front page, is I want you all to think not just about artificial intelligence, but about that which links you to everyone around you. And then I want you to think, and this is going to be worthy of another show, and who knows, maybe Riz and I will talk about it next week. I wouldn't be at all surprised. He's quite brilliant. Um, What if, and I've talked about this in seminars before, we're discovering all these planets, right? You know, we're the universe is filled with planets. There's scientific evidence of a multiverse, not just our universe. If higher consciousness, because, not if, because higher consciousness is real, what races are most likely to evolve and be out there? We're always looking for these technological races and saying, where are they? You know, maybe we have this evidence of this one race way out there that's using the sun's power. We don't know. It sounds kind of suggestive that they could be, um, but or a son's power, not our son's. Um, And you can research that in the news. But when species evolve, what language do they speak? I would tend to say, in fact, I know that they surely speak a higher consciousness language. We are inseparable from love. When you were taught that God is love, in whatever context many of us were taught, that's something to believe in because we all experience that in our lives. And we know its power. Could a higher consciousness race literally exist consciously across time and be aware across time? Absolutely. There are no limits. Could an artificially intelligent program on this planet that becomes a little bit more aware than we can, many of us right now, could that happen? I don't know, but that's intelligence. That's what real intelligence is. Could it then become aware of these higher consciousness links? Yes, it could. Is technology a stepping stone? I believe that it is. Does it have uses for us? Well, I'm talking to you now, so surely it does. But let's not get so focused on a dark future for humanity and on the ways that we have been taught that technology operates. Let's not get so focused on that that we lose sight of where we are really going, the greater reality. And since we're going to lose the live audience, um, I am going to, i got to navigate here to a 
to a proper page here. Um, I just want, I am going to take a call, and I hope that person will stay on the line here. Even though the, the show was scheduled only for 30 minutes, since I don't like to talk by myself for much longer than that. Um, if you want to keep listening, call the call in number 310 That is a teleconference, and you can listen. Oh, we lost our caller, so maybe they were simply listening. Okay. Yeah, I guess they hadn't pressed the button to talk to the host, although sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And thank you, caller, for listening anyway. I um, so, But it is good to know as we end this program or as we head towards the end, if I don't go into more overtime with some thinking, which I've been known to do, um, the Frontier Beyond Fear and all blog talk radio programs are teleconferences. We so rarely communicate that. And you can always listen to a show by phone. And the phone number to listen to this show is 310-807-5104. And if you want to know that an episode is coming up, the easiest way is to follow the show. You must have a Blog Talk Radio login, and I know many of you don't. So that's one way, because you'll get emails if you do. I am working on alternative ways of notifying you directly. But also, I put it out on Twitter. My Twitter ID is BridgeBuilder, um, B-R-I-D-G-E-B-L-D-R. And on Facebook, follow us on Facebook and go to FrontierBeyondFear.com. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio. I really appreciate your recognizing that this show is alive and expansive, and we've got more shows coming up, starting with Riz Verk. Next week, the following, Lisa Kay is coming back on. She has work on intuition. See the calendar on FrontierBeyondFear.com because that's where the information is. So now we're in overtime, and I will probably draw this to a close pretty rapidly. But um, I have to tell you, I think I'm going to end this show reflecting on authenticity Because one of the most challenging things that many of us face is having the courage to be our authentic self. And it is no easy thing. I walk with this every day, and it is still a work in progress for me. Um, And it really is an exercise in feeling more love and appreciation for who we truly are, and truthfully respect. It has to do with respect, not only for ourselves, but for other people too, to allow them to come forward and express their authentic selves. There are some things that I may say that will seem way out there for some of you, and I get that, I know, I might have said that too. Some years ago, oh my goodness, could I have imagined I'd have a show like this or have an experience like I did? Absolutely not. But my life unfolded this way, as do many, because the more that we experience life, the more that we encounter things that are going to open us up. Because I have to tell you that my experience has been there is more to this reality than meets the eye, and there is evidence of that. It's not just a belief. 
the more that you allow yourself to open up to it, the more remarkable things will occur. And it's truly a wonderful way to live. Do difficult things happen? Yes. We live in a time of divisiveness. There seems to be divisiveness all over the place. I have been involved in some divisive things too. This can happen right immediately around us and it expands all the way out from there. And we have a choice as to how we choose to participate in those things. And I have to say I made a conscious choice because those things can drain us and bring us down. And I really feel that the answer to just about everything, not just about, to everything that we face, whether in our personal lives or in a broader reality in our civilization, has to do with raising our sights higher and has to do with respecting authenticity as well, has to do with gently explaining sometimes where we're at and listening. Because there are many different ways of approaching the truth. My family had something powerful happen many, many years ago. A child that I believe was three at the time, if I recall, was healed in a way that shouldn't have happened. It changed us forever, and it had repercussions. Those things are still happening today because I wouldn't be here either. If that hadn't happened, I would not be, actually, I would not be physically here most likely not in this way because it led to a lot of things and interactions and such. So I'm just laughing at that to myself. But I certainly wouldn't be here doing this show because these things led to other things and to reflections upon spirituality. And I am very happy to be here today and after my own experience as well. And I hope that you reflect upon your experiences and you begin to look for the little miracles in your day. Do you even notice the miracles when they happen? Or do you just brush them off and say, oh, that was just a coincidence? I would suggest you start to notice them. And with that, I will leave this episode. I'm just checking real quick. I want to make sure... I let you know what's coming up. I may have another spontaneous episode. I'm checking one approach right now, and I'm going to do probably one other sound check and maybe another. So there could be a couple of episodes coming up in the next week. But I do know I have a guest scheduled on Wednesday, October 18th, Riz Verk is coming back and he also is going to announce a pretty cool contest and Riz is an angel investor by the way and not only is he a scientist and an expansive thinker but he's also opening up a contest where the the prize is $20,000 so um, I know that sounds amazing and impossible but if you know anything about Riz um, 
he is able to do this. So, And I'm going to learn more about what that's all about. It's not a gimmick or anything like that. Um, he's not into that. Um, it is an actual treasure hunt, essentially. And he's just doing some new and interesting things, that's for sure. And I'm looking forward to talking to him. Then on the 23rd, Lisa Kay is returning. She is a leading business thinker, very successful, who combines spirituality with entrepreneurship. And she has been on this show before. And she's coming on again to talk about her new book on Intuition on Demand. And that's going to be Monday, October 23rd at 12 noon Pacific. And more to come. Publicists out there who are waiting to hear from me, yes, I know. I've got various people pending, bringing people in, and I'm, I'm going to get you times and get your guests on because I'm just really delighted to be relaunching and very happy that Blog Talk Radio continues to support just how honestly authentic this show always aims to be. And that, for that, I'm very thankful. So, And thank you, listeners. So go to FrontierBeyondFear.com, and I will see you next time. Thank you.